Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to The Kickoff, brought to you by TickPick. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me is my producer and Pig Latin translator, Brendan Tuma. You guys know the deal already with Mondays. I'm going to run through the injury news really quickly and then get to my five biggest takeaways. But before I do, let's do some housekeeping items. And that includes telling you guys to make sure you enter into our monthly contest, which is where we are giving away a signed Debo Samuel jersey. All you got to do is leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or CastBox and then go to fantasypros.com slash kickoff to enter. And again, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, that is three times the entries. Also, let's talk about TickPick and season ticket packages that they're giving away to your favorite NFL team worth $3,000. They have teamed up with Zip, the buy now, pay later service provider to give away five huge season ticket packages for the 2022 NFL season every month from now until February. They're going to do a drawing and pick one lucky winner for 2022 season tickets to their favorite NFL team. Again, as I mentioned, each package is valued at over $3,000. If you want to enter, just go to TickPick.com slash pros. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K.com slash pros. All right, let's start with the news from yesterday. Chase Edmonds left the game against the 49ers with an ankle injury very early and did not return as we saw during that game. That's huge news for James Conner if Edmonds needs to miss time. So make sure to monitor it. But the fact that he left early and didn't return at all is obviously not a great sign. Zach Moss left the Bills Jaguars game with a head injury. Again, this seems like it's probably an evaluation for a concussion. We don't know the details of it. Moss was not playing well in that game beforehand, nor were really any of the Bills. But certainly it boosts Devin Singletary's stock if he needs to miss any time. Both Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris also left the Patriots Panthers game with a head injury as well. Neither sounds particularly concerning, but it is certainly something that you want to monitor, of course, like any other injury. Scotty Phillips left the Texans-Dolphins game with a leg injury, so for the three of you out there who are still investing in the Texans' backfield, please make other arrangements going forward. Finally, the Raiders have reportedly signed Sean Jackson. Um, he should fill the field stretcher role that Henry Ruggs had seen, but it's unlikely that he's going to see the same target volume that Ruggs was seeing. He's certainly someone to monitor, maybe put on a watch list, but he's not somebody to add right now. All right, my five biggest takeaways. Number one, Brandon Ayuk is probably back. You guys remember when Ayuk was running behind Trent Sherfield and such in the beginning? That was that was crazy. Uh, yesterday against the Cardinals, it was him and it was Debo Samuel in terms of snaps and routes and targets. And that was it. Over the last two games, Ayuk has seen 15 targets. That's one fewer than he had seen in his first five games combined. Over the last two games, he has 10 catches. That is one more than he had in his first five games combined. More yards over the last two games than his first five games combined. He is just involved now. Now, this is not preseason. Brandon Ayuk, we already have that guy. His name is Debo Samuel. And George Kittle is back. As you may have seen, he commands targets whenever he is in the lineup. So... We do have some things to consider. They're also not going to be playing in horribly negative game scripts every single game like they were here. But the 49ers could never have intended to go this entire season sidelining Brandon Ayuk. They need him if they want to win some games. So the tea leaves do suggest that he has worked his way back and should be someone to consider in deeper leaves going forward. Number two, Hollywood Brown is incredibly underrated. Heading into Sunday, Brown was 22nd at wide receiver in our Fantasy Pros consensus rest of season half PPR rankings. I had him 19th, but everyone, including me, was too low. 
After his 41 pass attempts today, Lamar Jackson is averaging more than 33 pass attempts per game. 33. Hollywood Brown has seen 25.9% of those targets. And I've said it a million times, but this isn't 25.9% of last year's Lamar Jackson's targets or two years ago. This is a pass-happy version of the Ravens with a worse defense. He's played eight games, right? Brown has scored at least one touchdown in five of them. He's played eight games. He's seen fewer than six targets once, and that was five. Number of games without either a touchdown or 100 yards, two. One of those, by the way, was that ridiculous game against the Lions where he randomly dropped a million passes. Rashad Bateman is great. So is Mark Andrews. Marquise Brown is a borderline wide receiver one at this point, and there's really no actual debate about it. And again, there's room for other options in this receiving game, but that does not take away from Brown. Number three, I guess we have to care about Devontae Freeman. First, yeah, I know Latavius Murray wasn't active for this game, but we just came out of a bye week and he didn't practice at all after suffering a high ankle sprain. So I don't feel like we're on the verge of returning here or anything. Against the Vikings, Freeman played 58% of the snaps. Le'Veon Bell, 23%. Tyson Williams, yeah, he was active, 18%. Freeman looked great, 13 for 79 on the ground, two catches for two yards, but with a touchdown, that's three straight games now with a touchdown. And you watch the Ravens play, you see Le'Veon Bell score a touchdown too, but you can't watch both those backs run and think that they're in the same class. At this point, Freeman has a ton more burst. He's producing when he's in. He's getting the lion's share of the touches. We've got Miami up next. I mean, Devontae Freeman is, at this point, a running back you affirmatively want in your lineup. It's weird, but it's the perfect takeaway for a weird day like today. Number four, we should be mildly concerned about Damian Harris going forward. Again, remember that both Harris and Ramondre Stevenson left this game against the Panthers with head injuries, so monitor that. But assuming both are fine, I still think we need to be a little concerned. I listed Harris as one of my sell highs in a recent Fantasy Bros article, and I said that essentially he's someone who relies on touchdowns and doesn't factor into the passing game at all, and he has some difficult matchups coming up. Well, he did find the end zone here again against Carolina. That's the fifth straight game in which he scored a touchdown, and he again saw the volume, 16 touches overall. That's great, but 33 yards. Ramondre Stevenson, by the way, Really started factoring in here, and he looked good doing it. 10 for 62 on the ground, two targets, caught both of them for 44 yards. And the thing is that Stevenson's game is not supposed to be as a receiver, right? I mean, but he has been more than passable in that regard somehow. Um, at one point this year, Stevenson wasn't even active. He was getting benched. He was healthy scratch. Now he's starting to move closer to being an integral piece in an offense that wants to play it conservatively and rely on its running backs. You're still starting Harris. You still want to roster Harris. But there are some warning signs to be aware of. And finally, it is really time to be concerned about Mike Williams. I joke often about how Williams is the guy who has bounced all over my rest of season rankings this year. He turns up. He turns down. But now we're on a pretty steady trend down here. Five targets, two catches this game against the Eagles. Five targets, two catches last week against the Patriots. Five targets, two catches the week before against the Ravens. That's consistent, at least. Now, these are tough matchups for sure. There was a lot of Darius Slay here, for example. It does get easier. The Vikings are up next, then the Steelers. But through the first five weeks, Williams averaged more than 10 targets and six catches per game. So matchup or not, we are looking at a sharp decrease from that, and consistently so. 
Williams is still a receiver you want to start because of his enormous potential, but he's far from a fantasy star at the moment. And that's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget to go to TickPick.com slash pros where TickPick and Zip have teamed up to give away five season ticket NFL packages for the 2022 season. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com slash pros. And also don't forget to subscribe to our latest giveaway. It's Debo Samuel signed jersey. Just leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or CastBox and then go to fantasypros.com slash kickoff to enter. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will talk to you again tomorrow morning where hopefully I'll sound a little better.